I'm Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm happy to introduce you to author Summer Prescott. Summer, would you like to tell my audience about your books? Well, I write cozy mysteries mostly. Um, I do write some thrillers and a little bit of sweet romance as well. Um, if they get hooked on my mysteries, they can just be aware that there are over a hundred of them, so they'll never run out of reading material again. Wow, over a hundred. That's impressive. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm sure. So has any of your writing been inspired by your real life? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Has any of your writing been inspired by your real life? Um, a lot of it, yeah, absolutely. I get inspired everywhere I go. Um, I was riding down a country road one time behind a pickup truck, and it had these blue barrels that were peeking out from under a tarp. And of course, my first thought was, bodies. <laughs> Isn't that just where a mystery writer's mind goes? Absolutely, and my very next book had blue barrels with bodies in them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how I mean, morbidly interesting. <laughs> I, I have kind of a, a warped perspective on life. You know, other other people see different things and I see <laughs> possibilities for murder and mayhem, so. Oh, trust me, I've watched enough 48 Hours and Dateline episodes that I kind of go there sometimes, too. Oh, that's really scary stuff. At least my murder's fictional. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, do you have any authors that have influenced your writing? Um... I do read a lot um, as far as like writing style or anything like that. Not especially, I do love um, the descriptions uh, that Stephen King uses. Um, he can make me squirm or cry or wince or giggle. And, you know, I love that. It's just absolutely awesome. Uh, Jonathan Kellerman is also a favorite of mine. I could only wish to write like either one of those two, but they are who I like to read. So maybe there's some influence there, who knows? <laughs> I know how that is with wanting to be able to write like a certain author. For me, it's always been either C.S. Lewis or Tolkien. Those... Oh man, aim high. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, oh, maybe I should set my bar a little lower, but nope, I'm gonna aim high. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. I love Janet Ivanovich, but I know I'm not a funny person generally. Um, I mean, maybe in person I am, but in my writing, I don't tend to be funny. So I really love the way that Janet Ivanovich can just knock out the humor. Yeah, you got to love an author that can make you laugh. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Although my most recent book, I think was probably probably the second funniest one I've ever done. Um, it's about a cozy mystery writer who actually is put in a position where she has to solve a mystery and it's, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a, sounds like a situation that would be funny. I mean, not funny to be in though, cause oh my well, gosh, who would actually want to actually solve a murder? 
<laughs> exactly. And that's, that's kind of what's going on in her headspace. She's like, you know, I write about this all the time and it's way easier to write about it than to live it. So <laughs> um, some of the situations are, are kind of funny. The other one of mine that has a little bit of humor in it is my one and only paranormal cozy mystery. It's called Spellstruck and it has a talking cat named Pirate that is just hilarious. I love Pirate. <laughs> Yeah, characters characters are always fun when when you try and write humor into them. Actually, oh, yeah. recently with my own book, I'm trying to fit in kind of this sweet, snarky conversation between my two main characters. And oh, that's, awesome. that's been a little bit challenging, but fun too. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I love it when the, the characters just kind of take charge and, and go off on a path on their own that wasn't necessarily what you had planned, but what works out with them all. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite quotes is uh, that I use all the time as a writer is, I create the characters, and then from then on, I take dictation. That's a good way to put that. I love that. I know um, one of my series is so incredibly long. I think I'm working on book number I want to say spread out over four series. Wow. Um, those characters are like family. And, you know, I know them. You know, I know them like I know my sister or my kids. You know, it's, it's like I know what Missy's going to say when somebody says something to her. You know, it's just, it's obvious. So yeah. that's <laughs> wow, 68. That's, did I, if I heard correctly, was it 68? Yeah, it's, uh, the series is broken up into four different parts, um, you know, and they, those basically coincide with like life transitions. So, you know, without spoiling, the Frosted Love series ends with a major life event, and then it goes to the Incredibly Sweet series, which ends with another kind of transition, and then there's Cupcakes in Paradise, which there's a big transition at the end. <laughs> And then finally, Calgon Chronicles is what I'm working on now, and it's it's a whole different ballgame from where I started off at book one, which was incidentally my first cozy mystery ever. That's incredible. I mean, I can't picture right staying with a series for 68 books, so that is incredible to me. Well, I, I tried to end it a couple of different times, and there was a such a an onslaught of emails and messages that I was like, you know what? I can't let these characters go either. I'm just going to continue to write them. So <laughs> that, was, that was a really good feeling that, you know, to know that readers were as invested in those characters as I was. Yeah. You got to love your readers because they oh, will yeah. tell you when they want it to continue, when they want it, you know, to end or even oh, when you got something wrong with it. Exactly, or if you make a, a, a misstep. You know, I've a couple of times had situations where readers have uh, really shown up and let me know. So <laughs> I really appreciate that. You know, if, if I can't provide what they're wanting for entertainment, I need to, to learn. So I love that opportunity. Yeah, that is, that, that is great. I hope someday to have my own readers that are that invested in my characters. 
Oh, honey, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> oh, I, I know that was kind of a dangerous thing to say on air. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like, well, since you asked. <laughs> no, but it's true. You know, they say you need to have a thick skin as an author. And, you know, the way that I look at it, you know, I'm not writing these books for me. I mean, I am because I do love it, but I'm writing them for the readers. And if I'm not, you know, kind of hitting the spots that they need me to hit, then I need to reevaluate. And that's how I look at reviews. You know, when I, when I analyze my reviews, um, you know, after the initial, oh man, it's, uh, you know, what are they trying to tell me? What can I learn from this? What can I do better next time? And what kinds of things do I need to do more of? And so, you know, it's really instructive. I love the reviews where they analyze stuff, you know, and they let me know um, much better than the interviews or the reviews that say, I, I just didn't like this book. And it's like, oh, but why? You know, <laughs> why? I'll fix it. So. Yeah, I've, I've had experience with those ones that you're just left wondering, what did I get wrong? What happened? My first yeah. ever book, I read, I got a one-star review and I read it. Basically, it called it a crime against literature. Oh, my. And it's like, <laughs> what the heck? Isn't I mean, hurt? you could say you don't like it, but, but at wow. least give a reason why. and to call it a crime <laughs> right yeah I've, I've had some experiences like that you know and after a while it really really hurts at first you know you you question your whole existence and you're like i can't write and i should just give up and you know whatever um but then you realize you know after you've had i've i looked the other day i think um, my books have had a sum total of over 20,000 reviews. Wow. Yeah. And once you've had that kind of number of reviews and most of them are positive, you know, you, I always take a look at the negative ones and, and kind of, you know, try to learn from them. You know, if they're, just a, they're just a hit job, you know, some people aren't going to like anything and that's cool. That's fine. You can't please everybody. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm able to look at them without dying a little bit inside for the most part, unless, you know, somebody points out, okay, here's this major plot hole. And it's like, oh, no, you know? <laughs> that's when the book comes down and uh, gets repaired and gets put back up. But um, fortunately, that sort of thing I have such a fantastic team that it's rare when that happens you know typos slip through that happens for everybody like I, I said I love you know Dean Koontz and Jonathan Kellerman and Janet Ivanovich and I've seen typos in every one of those books that I've read oh so, yeah you know so I can't feel feel too badly about that um but yeah reviews are awesome you know you just you do develop a, a thicker skin the more reviews that you get though. I wish that's, you know, if, if young writers wanted to know any one thing, you know, once they're published, it, it would be that. It's like, yeah, just tough it out. It's good for you. It's like medicine. It's good for you. Hard to swallow, but you can do it. <laughs> and that's funny because my next question was going to be, do you have any advice for those who 
want to write their own cozy mysteries or mysteries in general. But I think yeah. we hit on everything. <laughs> I'm a little psychic too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, See, I'm not funny. I had to tell you that was a joke. But anyway, um, uh, actually, my advice to young writers is be persistent. Be tenacious, do not give up no matter what, and write, write, write. That's how you get better. If you never sit down and tap those words out, you won't go anywhere with it. So many of us have great ideas, and very few of us actually sit down and gut it out. You know, even if it's rough the first time around, go back and polish it up after you finish that first draft. A lot of, uh, a lot of people try to edit while they go. And for brand new writers, I think that's a mistake. I think you just, my, uh, uh, my advanced comp professor way back in the college days used to call it a crappy rough draft. Just get your crappy rough draft done, pardon my language, <laughs> and, and go back and tweak it afterwards. You've got to finish the project. And, you know, I've worked with a lot of writers um, in the cozy world, and that's probably the most key thing that I can say to people just starting out is finish the book, then go back and correct it, send it through a good team, you know, even if it's, you know, uh, your mom and your sister and, you know, get some <laughs> eyes on it and, and try to get it honed and then start the next one. Don't let that time lapse. Just keep going and going and going. And, and that's how, you know, I sit here four years after I wrote my first cozy with more than 100 books behind me. You just have to keep doing it. And it's so, so, so worth it. I've never looked back. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Actually, again, I've got another quote that I love to use when it comes to that. You got to remember that you're just filling the sandbox so you can make a sandcastle later. Ah, that's a great, yeah, I like that. I like it a lot. You know, I, I look at it like, you know, every diamond started out as, as an ugly rock. Yeah. <laughs> you can't polish nothing, so you got to get something out there. Exactly right. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, even if all you ever accomplish is finishing the rough draft or the one book or whatever, you've done more than 99% of the people out there who say, oh, I'd love to write a book because you've done it. My first book that I ever finished, I cried when I typed the end. I put my fists up in the air and I said, yes, and I cried because if nothing else, if no one but my mother and my sisters bought that book. I had finished it. I had set out to do something and I had done it. And that meant the world to me. And now I get to do that feeling over and over and over again. Never gets old. <laughs> and may it never get old because the instant it gets old, it means you've lost your passion for it. Exactly. Time to retire. So how can my listeners find you on Facebook or on the internet? <laughs> I am on Facebook. Um, I also have a great, fun, awesome group on Facebook called Summer Prescott Cozy Mysteries. Um, it is a private group, so you'll have to answer three questions and, and uh, you know, 
let us know that you're actually a Cozy Mystery reader to join it, but Summer Prescott, Cozy Mysteries. And also, my website has just gotten revamped, and I'm so excited about it because every book that's ever come through Summer Prescott Books, because I publish other authors as well, is on that website. It's very user-friendly and easy to use, and it's www http backslash backslash all that stuff summerprescottbooks.com but just just google summerprescottbooks.com and you'll find it <laughs> any closing words of wisdom or you know anything you already wow that was so fun um words of wisdom if you're a writer write if you're a reader let writers know how much you love their work because it means the world to us. That is our validation. That is our reason for being. And that is what we need to hear on those tough days when it's rough to keep going and we're sitting there tapping out our, our stories while other people are out doing other stuff. We need to know that you're there and that you're appreciating. And please, 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 please leave reviews. That's how we learn. Those are some great closing words of wisdom. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've just heard another great interview through The Cozy Sleuth. Until next time, I'm Leanna Shields saying, keep cozy.